Yo, 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 what the fuck is up? It's Sonia, aka Slay Hill, back at it again. Another episode of Tough Love Not Tequila. I'm trying to keep these on a weekly schedule. And what I've been thinking with like the way I'm recording right now, I kind of record on Thursday or Friday. Then I sit on it for like Saturday, Sunday, sometimes Monday because I have anxiety and I contemplate my choices. I think, what if so-and-so hears this and says this or that or blah, blah, blah. And that's why like, although the topics I've covered are deep and shit like that, they're not really like that, not like that crazy in terms of like, well, we'll get into what we're going to be talking about today. And I don't know. I'm just like, fuck it. And I only do things when I really feel like motivated by my own damn self. So like, even though I very much appreciate suggestions and I'm going to be asking for suggestions in the future, because I don't want to run out of content that I want to talk about and put out and then start grasping for anyone else's input. I want to kind of sprinkle in my own ideas with other people's ideas. So my DMs are always open. You can comment on anything. You can hit me up. If you're interested in being on the podcast, I'm definitely looking for um, some people to just interview, talk about life and shit. And you just have to be comfortable and open. If you feel like you have a interesting story or anything slightly controversial, the better. If you don't feel comfortable giving your whole identity on this podcast, we can give you a pseudonym. It's fine. No one has to know. I do have a few people that I think might be very interesting for the future that have reached out to me. So look forward to that. But for right now, I'm kind of just laying the groundwork for who I am as a person. And I know it seems very self-indulgent and that's because it is. haha. But I also just want, like, I'm very much interested in hearing about who people are, and I'm not about to listen to somebody on a podcast when I have no idea who they are as a person. So anyways, that's basically what we're working with right now. I have a lot of ideas of brewing, um, but yeah, I hope everyone's doing well. I'm doing okay, you guys. I'm now eight days, am I eight days sober now, um, after my little hiccup, (laughs) So, uh, what can we say? It's been tough. It's been a lot harder to stay sober this time. Every single fucking day I want to drink. And I don't really know what the big difference is than um, this time trying to get sober again versus last time when I made it up to like 36, 40, whatever, how many days it was. Um, Just because I feel like right after my fuck up, I was like with someone And they were just like, I was in company of somebody and I was kind of like very much like in a, like I was so preoccupied with like the feeling of being in love with this person. So it was easier to kind of get sober. And for honestly, to be quite honest, this person is a big reason why I'm getting sober in the first place. I've done so much crazy shit that you would think that I'd put down the fucking bottle. But when this person came to me and was like, you need to stop drinking. If you don't stop drinking, you're going to die or go to jail, which I'll never forget. Um, and the only other person that said that to me, like, you need to stop doing this. If you're, if you don't stop, you're going to end up in jail or dead was a cop. (laughs) So a cop told me that and a person I love deeply. I'm probably now I'm going to really take it seriously. So anyways, this time around, it's been tough, man. I'm getting on my new birth control, Um, I'm going through some reproductive health issues, um, which I don't know if I'm going to do an episode on it until I'm kind of out of the woods with it. Uh, I have PCOS, so you could look it up, polycystic ovarian syndrome. And I also have, uh, like irregular cell growth and my cervix and it's just kind of a lot. We're just trying to figure it out. And honestly, it's just so crazy because you have so much blind faith in the healthcare system until you're the one affected. And then you realize what the fuck is going on? Like no one really knows anything. Like the amount of times I've been in a physician's room and they ask me like, what? Well, so what do you want to do about it? I'm like, I don't fucking know. You're the doctor. Like you tell me what I want to do about it. And then they're just so quick to shove a pill or something down my throat. It's so stupid. So until that all kind of clears out, um, 
I won't be talking too much about it. I mean, once I'm out of the woods with everything and I feel like everything is cool, um, I really do want to talk about it because I think it's a lot of reproductive health issues just kind of get tossed to the side. And especially with everything that's going on in our society right now where they're trying to get rid of Planned Parenthood because people are really that stupid and uneducated to think that Planned Parenthood only does abortions when in reality, they're the reason why people have gotten tumors removed. They're the reason why people have uh, overcame cervical cancer. They're the reason why people have gone through a lot of other physical ailments other than abortion. And I'm not saying that it's bad that they do abortion. I'm I'm pro-choice. I, just, I don't know if that's obvious to you, but I love Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood has been there for me uh, when I needed it the fucking most, and they're honestly, they're, they're, they're the ones that are helping me through this health scare right now. So I think it's just so fuck. I'm not, and I'm not going there to abort any babies. So it just blows my mind. But all that being said, that's kind of why I think my mental health has kind of taken a hit. Um, I've just been really snappy and moody. I don't know. And Mercury's in Gatorade now. So God, it's fucking over for us all. But seriously, it really is. But <laughs> in retrograde. But yeah, so it's just like a lot of things. I hope everyone's getting out there to vote. I sat with my ballot and I went on my computer. And I think that's one of the most amazing things about doing your vote by ballot is like you can really sit there and contemplate on things. Like there's one prop that I just I sat and I I, 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 I slept on it because I was like, fuck, I don't know how I feel about this. Like, And if you do want to know, it's the one that has to do with getting rid of money bail and doing like some sort of flight risk uh, statistic or, you know, whatever, flight risk calculation in order to, you know, make sure whether or not you should stay in jail or not. And I just feel like I'm so torn about it. I'm so torn about it because on one hand, I fuck money bail. I have paid thousands of dollars to bail myself out of jail before. I hated it. It was, it sucks. Like it sucks. But one thing it's like, it gets you out. And then I'm just thinking like, what if like I couldn't pay my way out and then I'm just sitting in there and I'm waiting for them to do some calculation on me to evaluate whether or not I'm a huge flight risk. And then what the fuck? Like, that's just crazy. I just can't see how... There, there, there has to be some sort of bias, right? Like, how, how are they going to figure this shit out? How are they going to figure out? You can run away in this country with like a couple hundred dollars, like you know. So everyone with a hundred, a couple hundred dollars is going to be a flight risk. And I don't know. I'm just really fucking torn about it. I feel like using some sort of statistic to like some sort of algorithm to figure out whether or not you're going to be able to evade being like you know coming in for your trial date or anything like that. It, eh, it sounds in like in like a perfect fucking world, right? But unfortunately, I don't I, <laughs> as someone that has a lot of experience with law enforcement at this point. Um, yeah, no, I don't really feel like they're gonna like dee, 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 put in all my stats and be like, oh, no, she's totally fine and good to go get her out. She doesn't need to stay in jail. She can be free until her trial day. I fucking can. Can you guys believe that? Because I have a very hard time believing that. I mean, they want to keep you in there. So I just, it's a lot. It's a fucking lot. So we'll see. We'll fucking see. I'm still thinking about it. I slept on it last night. Now I'm talking about it again. And I'm like, fuck, dude, like what do I want to do? It's like the lesser of two evils. Everything on the ballot is just like, which one's the least evil? Which one's the least fucked up of two fucked up options? Which, you know, that's just our government at these days. And, you know, we can talk about libertarianism and anarchism and all that shit. But I'm still fucking voting because... I just am. I know some people are very much against it. And I hear you guys, uh, especially when I'm sitting there looking at my ballot and being like, fuck, these all suck. <laughs> like, I hear all the people in my head, like, being like, yeah, it's like, you know, fucking, you know, we should just, like, and I'm like, fuck, I know, you're right. But, like, this is what we're working with right now. I mean, I'm always open to listening and hearing and learning about anything, especially when it's, like, these issues going on right now and voting and educating myself. So, you know, I am voting. I'm not saying I'm not going to shame anyone who doesn't vote. I'm not going to shame anyone that is like, you know, is voting a certain way. It it just is what it is. Just do what you can do what you want to do. It's a free fucking country. 
Um, I want to be one of those people that shoves voting down your throat, but I've done a lot of research on, and I, and I do kind of see where some people are coming from. So it's hard for me to be like, vote or die, bitch. Cause like, I don't have, I can't, I just can't, but I hope you vote if that's, if you, if you're interested in voting, do it, but I'm not going to shove it down your throat. Anyways, speaking of shoving down your throat, what are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about SEX, take a deep breath. Daddy's gonna go crazy when he finds out that his baby. Okay, like I, I, I know I like open this whole podcast with the idea like I'm gonna talk about sexuality, but when it comes to getting in front of like your mic and actually saying all this shit about your sex life or sex past sexual experiences or just anything about your sexuality in general, it makes you just want to kind of curl up into a ball and die. So. Um, I wasn't planning on doing too much, uh, but you know, let's just do a story time real quick about why I decided to record this episode today. So, um, I, like many other people on this planet, choose to pleasure myself, masturbate, fap, flip the bean, finger dinger, like whatever you want to call it. And I don't really have that much shame about it at all. Like I get off, I don't know, I, I need to, you just need to come sometimes, okay? And I don't think anyone should feel weird about it. So that's why I kind of was in my head about this episode. But then I was like, shut up, bitch. Like you masturbate, so does everybody else. And I usually just have like my go-to genre, which is lesbian, because I'm sorry, I cannot get off to straight porn. I'm like many other women in America And many other women in the world where it's like, we watch that shit and we're like, (laughs) that can't possibly feel good. And I just want to throw that out there. If you, if you, like, if you haven't just like, as a man, like looked at porn, that's lesbian. That's like, you can tell the difference between that and, you know, straight porn. That's all I'm going to say. And that's why I get off to lesbian porn because I find women are beautiful. Uh, I don't think dicks are that hot. I literally will only find a dick sexy if it's the dick that I'm in love with. Other than that, if I don't love you, I don't love your dick. And I do not want to see it. I do not want to see pictures of it in my DMs, which I do get, unfortunately, like every other girl on the planet. And... Yeah, so all that being, and like, it's just like all the, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Like that shit fucking makes me want to cry. Like I cannot come to that. I can't. I'm like, bitch, shut up. Like literally no, nothing is on your clit, so it cannot feel that good. So dot, dot, dot. Like, so whatever the other day I'm looking to, you know, flick the bean. I got my coconut oil next to me. Got my headphones on, doors locked candles lit just kidding candles not lit but sometimes you know you gotta set honestly people think it's so stupid but like when you do like I'm trying to get very much more spiritual about my sex life which trust me I'm the last person to be spiritual about my sex life um I'm very like casual woo like I'm give a fuck about it but I've taken the steps lately with my own spiritual journey to start looking about the way I view sex, sex with myself and sex with my partners and kind of like, I want to elevate that shit. But I'm just so set in my ways of just being like a free spirit and like not giving a fuck and, you know, really chasing novelty and experimentation when it's not necessarily the most healthy thing for me. Um, anyway, so, oh, like I was saying, like, it's like, I've been watching videos from, um, her name's Hitomi something, something. If you look her up on YouTube, it's Hitomi dot, like, it'll, she'll come up. And she's like, literally the only YouTuber that has a dope ass name. That's Hitomi. And she came out with like a sexual Q and A where she talked about like setting your intentions when you're fucking and like how you can manifest with your orgasm and just all this crazy shit that I was like this is so dope like if a guy were to ask me like so what's your kink I'm like my kink is just like to open up like all my chakras when I'm fucking and just like ascend baby (laughs) but like seriously that's really like my kink now like I'm really it's so hard because I'm so programmed I'm so fucking programmed it's so depressing how 
I I started watching porn at a very young age, at too young, some would say. I think I was like, like what, in fourth or fifth grade when I first saw porn. I went on our family computer and I've always been a nosy ass bitch, period. And I go and I see like, like I click on like the search history. I know my little young ass was like trying to snoop on my dad. And obviously my dad has a dick. So he was definitely looking up porn and I just clicked and I just click, 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 click. And I saw all this crazy shit. And like, I saw people getting peed on. I saw like, like, you know, big bitches getting fucked. Like I saw so much shit and I was just exposed at a very young age. And like ever since then, like porn in some way or another has played a role in the way I view sex. And I didn't get to see it in like a loving, natural way where it's like how I'm sorry, but sex in real life versus sex and porn are two different fucking things. Like you can even have like sexy porn sex, but like the before and the after, like there are they're not shown, you know? So anyways, that was like my first experience with porn. And obviously from there. I just started realizing how hot I thought girls were. I remember watching that VIP show with Pam Anderson and I was in love with her. Uh, She was the baddest bitch. My mom had like this Cindy Crawford workout uh, VHS tape and I would just like literally want to make out with it. And so that's when I kind of like that's that's like my sexual awakening was like a by accident B very much involved women not men. And, you know, see, the knife fucking, honestly, I found out how to masturbate a little bit too young, too, because it was just by accident. And, like, I ha- we had, like, this, uh, you know, like, those back massagers that vibrate and stuff? Yeah. So my neck and my legs would hurt when I was a little kid a lot. So we would use, I would use that. And I didn't say it's growing pains, whatever. I still have fucked up knees. I will never have Megan knees because my knees be fucked up. But anyways, long story short. One day I was using that and it just meandered its way up into my crotch and I came and I was like, what the fuck? And I didn't even know that I was getting off, you guys. Like I had no fucking clue. I was just like, oh, this feels really fucking good. And ever since then, you know, she loves she loves her clitoral stimulation. Okay, I love it. That's how I get off. Only 20 percent of women vaginally orgasm. Okay, 20 to 25. The stats are all over the place. But like, just, I want everyone to sit with this. (laughs) I want y'all to sit with this, especially any men listening or any women who have not had an orgasm during sex. Because a lot of girls, I know when I was getting older, I was like, I was having more sex and more partners and I was learning how to like get off during sex. And I always knew from a very young age that I didn't have to insert something into my vaginal canal for me to come. Like I knew that this vibration on my clit was A1. I didn't even know what a clit was, but I knew that vibrating down there on that spot was good. So I always knew going into my sexual experiences that like, that's what's going to make me really feel good and eventually with age and time I realized oh it's my clit oh it's a clitoral orgasm oh this is what does it for me but honestly that's the majority of us like literally 80 to 75 percent of us that's how we climax some of us can have it at both I've had like I think I think I don't know I don't know because it's always involving my clit but sometimes you can have a vaginal and a clitoral one at the same time if you're primarily clitoral orgasmer So all that being said, like, it's just crazy that people really out here fucking without touching the clit. It's just so crazy to me, which we're going back. We're going back to why I got inspired to do this whole episode. And I don't know how long it's going to be because I just need to talk my shit Um, because honestly porn is just like it's a big part of everybody's lives whether or not you know it it if if you're you're honestly there's like the stereotype that women don't really watch it and that's for a reason because it's not really made for us and for the majority of us i'm sorry these are going to be a bunch of generalizations i understand that there's exceptions to the norm so please don't come for my neck 
Um, but yeah, so it's a part of everybody's life. If you don't watch it, your partner probably does. If you don't watch it, the guy that you're fucking probably does or has in the past. Like, it's very rare to see it not ingrained in the psyche of any guy that you're fucking. And this is, I'm be talking mostly about like boy girl, boy girl sex. Like, you know, I don't know. I think gay sex is a whole different, (laughs) it's a whole different world. One that I have not been a part of, but what I hope. I just hope one day it will, okay? Um, and I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to be manifesting that with this, but, like, I would be down. Um, <laughs> hey, girls, what's up? <laughs> but seriously, like, I'm not I'm not afraid of, like, you know, bruising anyone's ego when I say, like, yo, like, if you're not touching her clit, she's probably not going to come. And if it's 20, 25% of us that can vaginally orgasm, every one in four partners, that's who will be coming when you're only fucking them in the pussy just one in four so think about your last four bitches that you fucked only one of them was coming when you weren't touching her clit or her clit wasn't rubbing on you or whatever you know imagine how many people are faking it honey and like it's just so crazy because like i hate the concept of faking it. i fucking hate it so much i feel so passionately about not faking it it's so stupid why are we doing this i hate when i like start hooking up with a new guy and he's just not giving it to me how i need to be given And then I realized, like, wow, the bitch that he was fucking before must have just been hyping his little ass up and faking all her orgasms and being stupid. And now I have to fix him. Wow, thanks a lot, bitch. Because it's like, because then guys get so confused. They're like, well, like, I don't know, like, the girl before, like, she just made her come and, like, I don't know, like, maybe something's wrong with you. I've literally had guys tell me that. And I'm just like, no, they're all faking it. And trust me, we all have faked it. Don't feel any shame. I faked it plenty of times. There's just times when you know it's just not going to happen and you fake it. And sidebar like i learned also with learning about spirituality and sex like it's so bad for you to force your body to have an orgasm you should never have to force it and for women i i hate that i'm doing like a very sexist narrative of this but honestly porn and sex in the way we're taught is very fucking sexist so i'm sorry we just gotta roll with the tides here but it's just so crazy because I, I never really thought about that. But you're harnessing all this energy and you're just like, like you're just making it happen when it should. It feels so much. I'm sorry, but like there are I, I if this was TMI, I mean, why are you even still listening? Because you've been talking about sex shit for a while now for 22 minutes. So I don't know. Like when I have to force myself to come. It's not as good. It's not that good. It's like. There's some where, like, it just happens organically and naturally, and there's so much, like, good buildup, and it's just, like, fucking, like, you don't feel the pressure from your partner to, like, get it over with, and you kind of are, like, it, it, and it takes time. Like, it takes time. I feel like I'm just the type of person I would love to foreplay for days and days and days. Like, let's make out. Let's touch each other. Let's rub on each other. Let's get all over each other. And then let's fuck because like that will make my orgasm so much better versus like, let's make out for five minutes. All of a sudden I'm sucking your dick. You're going down on me. Now we're fucking 15 minutes later. I have to come, you know, I would much rather like people think that like you have to actually be fucking fucking for like a long period of time. And it's like, no, fuck me for like 10, 15 minutes. I don't give a shit, but like, let's have some build up, baby. Like that would be the ideal thing. I understand that. Like sometimes you're just tired. You want to get a nut in and go to sleep. Sometimes you're just rushed. And sometimes you're just doing your, I'm beyond like, sometimes you're just fucking crazy ass places and you just got to Get it in and get out. But like when you're in a more intimate setting, when you're with a partner that you really care about and you want to have like the whole experience, I think it's so nice to just like organically build up to it because then the orgasm to me, at least in my opinion, doesn't feel so fucking forced. I hate it when I feel like 
I get as women, I feel like we're just so conditioned to be so worried about the guy the whole time that we're fucking, you know, like, does this feel for good for him? Does he think I look hot? Is he going to come? Does this good for him? Blah, blah, blah. And like, it takes a lot of deprogramming to realize like, no, you need to worry about you. You need to worry about what makes you come because honestly, it's not that hard to make him come. I'm going to say it again. It ain't that hard to make him come. And that's not a shot. That's not to make you guys like men feel bad, but it's just not that hard. Okay. It's not that hard. And like, it's very obvious, you know, for women, we can fake it because we don't not unless you're a grade A squirter, which, you know, claps hats off to you, sis. But unless you're a squirter or something like that, then it's kind of like we could fake it whenever you would you would never know there's no ejaculate generally so it's just crazy like I definitely and like I get like you can get like creamier when you come and shit like that but not everyone's always paying attention to that so it is a lot easier for us to fake it and it is a lot harder it's not a lot harder it's just like it's crazy how the way we're set up it's like we're kind of like it's just like we're just we're not it doesn't align the same way like I try to explain it I just I just want is this just like my episode about clits (laughs) I just try to like tell everybody like even like just find your clit okay find it love it lick it suck on it rub on it keep it lubed up. Don't go rough and crazy with it. Like this is like the tip of your dick. Like I'm like, treat her clit like your dick. Don't treat her vaginal canal like your your dick. It's not the same. I'm gonna say it again. It's not the same. Like, I'm sorry. Like, unless I'm like rubbing my clit while you're fucking me from behind, I'm faking my orgasm because... (laughs) just not doing anything for me and that's for like other forms of sex but I just won't even go into the other behind shit right now we we don't need to get into other types of sex do we I don't know I feel silly today y'all I'm in a good ass mood I woke up and I was just like almost I was like you know what oh I woke up today and I was like you know what I'm a cunt and so that like kind of takes me back to we'll talk about clits more but um (laughs) It takes me back to the whole reason why I felt so called to record this episode today because usually I get on my get on my porn side and I, I I like I mean I like certain like I like the way I like to see fucking a certain way I like like I like to see and I like like a certain type of girl sometimes like I just I need I don't know so usually I like go go straight to where I need to go you know and I start working you know and sometimes I pause and I look at like the first page where it's kind of like showing what pe- other people are watching right now and like what's so popular. And I don't do this because I get off on any of that shit. I don't do it because I'm like, oh, maybe today I'll fucking finger myself to that. No, honey, <laughs> that's not the case. I just usually do it when curiosity just gets the best of me. And I'm just like, what the fuck are men? What are men jacking off to today? What crazy fucked up shit are these boys jacking off to? What sort of expectations am I gonna have to deal with when I have my next sexual partner or my next sexual encounter? Because honey like honey (laughs) I don't know I feel like a lot of women do this like I don't get off to that porn but like I'll watch it and you know I'll like summon my inner porn star to like appease my partner and I totally get it it's not always about you coming it's not always always about you and you know sometimes like you just want to pleasure your partner and that's what I mean like in these moments where I'm like oh god this doesn't get me off but like sometimes all you need to see is your partner getting off to get you off so it's kind of like it's confusing but It really makes sense. But obviously, I'm just like, I would have to really, really love you to get off on you getting off. You know, it's just like, it's not for everybody for me. Like, if I just met you and we're just fucking a little bit here and there, uh, seeing you get off is not going to get me off. But if I love you and I've been fucking you and... I have deep ass feelings for you. I'm definitely like, I'm going to get off on you getting off for sure. 
and that's what I want to do for you. So that's why I sometimes curiosity gets the best of me. You know, I learn some pointers, you know, I get refreshed of like what the male psyche really wants to see or what the majority of y'all want to see. And yeah, so that was what happened. And I seen this video, honey, I see this video and it's a gangbang. It's um, a big black cock with one white, tiny white girl, white blonde girl, and she's hella skinny. And I was just like, do I watch it? And like the voice in my head, I was like, no, it's going to upset you. And like, honestly, <laughs> I'm going to sound so snowflakey, but it does upset me. Okay. Some of these gangbangs, like they upset me and like, they make me feel emotionally affected because like. I don't know. And like, I also read the comments on these videos. I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> I like need to know, you know, it's so bad. It's like, it's not enough to see it. I want to like see what people have to say about it. And I'm like watching this gangbang. So I clicked it, you guys. I bit the bullet. I kind of liked the way that they did the intro though. It's like, she's like getting ready for a party and like show her in the, in the, at the party flirting with the guys and then she sh they show her like there's so there's so much build up they even like make like a scene where it's like going through a snapshot filter and she's like in the car with like her whole pussy out and everyone's fingering her does anyone bother to spit on their fingers and rub her clit while they're fingering her of course not because these are little tiny children and they don't know how to pleasure a woman but fine whatever and <laughs> Of course, I scroll down to the comments and like this guy was like, this is every, this is everyone, every woman's secret fantasy. Ah! Ah! <laughs> I'm gonna need you to stop because it's not like I was having a conversation with my girlfriends the other day about like how I would love to direct porn. And honestly, I would, I would, I would love to make the type of porn that like I would love to watch. I would love to have an experience. And then like the guy I'm fucking was saying, what did he say? He was like, so like you want to make like a movie? And I'm like, no, because, okay, so dig this guys. And I don't care. I don't care if anyone thinks this is shitty because I'll get off to this. Because all these gangbangs are so violent, yo. Like they're so like about the woman pleasing the guys like please if if you if you have like this if you have the other alternative where it's like all the guys are pleasuring the girl and eating her out and like being a little bit more gentle <laughs> like it's already it's one thing to take like one dick it's another to take like 10 like you don't need it like I, I can't. My pussy hurts just thinking about it. And it's like, I just want it to be a little bit more realistic. I want there to be more lube. I want there to be more clitoral stimulation. I want there to be more like, you know, more affection. Okay. And maybe that's my, my, uh, simp side showing, but I don't give a fuck. I'm a human and I don't like seeing that shit. And so my, my idea was like, damn, it would be so dope. Like, you know, like in Roman pictures where there's like that hot goddess with like her half her, her one tit out and all these men around her and like I just I would want like a man to be like like I want like all these guys like looking all toned and sexy like somebody's fucking feeding me grapes somebody's eating me out someone's like playing with my booty hole someone's like fucking massaging my shoulders like I want a whole ass like female goddess experience gangbang that's what I want is that too crazy is that too much? And I can't believe he said that that would be like a movie. Like, it's not a movie, bro. Like, all these other porns have like a storyline. It's gonna be mostly focused on the fucking, but like, it's just crazy how like guys, like, as soon as you say something like that, they're like, so like, it would be like a movie. And I'm like, just because it doesn't fit the certain archetype of porns and like whatever is popular doesn't mean that I'm talking about a movie. It's still gonna be porn, it's still gonna be something that people get off to sorry it's not like exactly what you've seen before but that would be so dope to me i would love that oh god that's every girl's secret fantasy <laughs> not like aggressively being gangbanged by everybody like and honestly i can't even say generally generalization because everyone's sex attitude and their wants and their needs are different and it's just like i feel like it's such a stupid dumb beginner mistake to think that you can treat every partner the same whether or not it's 
a casual thing or a serious thing, you need to have communication about what you enjoy, what you like, what you'd like to do, what you can change. There needs to be a discourse about these things or else we're going to end up being in a relationship where you're fucking me like a porn star and I don't get off that way. And I'm going to resent you for all the orgasms that you owe me, like you owe me. So it's just crazy. uh, Anyways, so that whole gangbang thing just really got me like thinking about how fucking crazy it is that like just how crazy everything is when it comes to sex, especially in our society. Just how, how, how have we gotten here? And I was just thinking, (laughs) how have I gotten here? How have I gotten to the point where I'm like literally just, and you know, I clicked off the video, although it was kind of upsetting to me, I clicked onto another one that was more suited for my needs and I got off. I got off perfectly fine. It wasn't the best orgasm of my life because I was still kind of thinking in the background how upsetting that last video was, but I was like, you know what? I came here for one thing, one thing only, and that's a fucking nut and I'm going to get it. I'm not going to let these weird like gangbang, like just aggressive violent ass shit get to me no I'm not gonna do that because like I don't know there's just so many generalizations like not every girl wants you to choke her out half to death not every girl wants you to pull on her hair not every girl wants to be slapped not every girl wants to be called a dirty slut not every girl wants to call you daddy not every girl like wants that like Honestly, it's just crazy that like y'all be watching that much porn and y'all really be making that many generalizations. You need to talk with your partner before you walk into the bedroom and you start acting all types of crazy. And I feel like with me, I don't necessarily always want those things. Sometimes I'm in the mood for it. And that's when it's like, you can't always be serving me. We can't always just go into sex with the same expectations because just like you're always changing, your sexual moods are changing, your sexual needs and wants change. And it's so good to have an open discourse about it. Like my most healthy sexual relationships were the ones where we don't feel weird about talking about things. And like, honestly, I don't feel, I don't know why it's so weird or like uncomfortable. I like doing a recap. I like, and I like to affirm my partner. If it was really good, I'm going to tell you it was really good. If it was really bad, I ain't going to say shit. (laughs) Just kidding. I do. I will say like, if something's not working for me, it's not. I'm at my big old age. I'm almost 28. The days of early 20s having sex when I where it's not giving me any pleasure, having sex where it's like, ugh, when is this going to be over? Having sex where I'm like, ugh, I'll just fucking fake come so I can go home and go to sleep or whatever. You know, those days are far behind me. And that brings me into another thing. It's like I'm 20, I'm almost 28, bitch. Like you're as a woman, you enter your sexual prime in your 30s, which is unlike men. And I think a lot of that has to play into how I'm viewing my sex life now versus when I was younger. Like now I do feel a lot more comfortable. I do. I feel very comfortable in my body. Like I don't I rarely think about like, oh, my God, like what is like, do, do I look stupid? Do I look fat? Like all that stuff, especially that goes hand in hand with my last episode. Like once you kind of get over all your body insecurities, a lot of that shit falls away. Like I used to be so afraid, like if I miss shaving a certain area of my leg or if like, you know, like I just stupid shit, like even like pussy, like, like if you don't have a perfect porn pussy, like there's some something wrong with you. Well, and like, I just, I used to be so in my head about things. And I feel like as I'm getting closer and closer to my sexual prime, which thank God, baby, I'm so excited. Um, but like, as I get closer and closer to it, I do also feel like I'm, I'm growing out of everything that was taught to me that what sex is. And I feel like honestly, like my next step is that big spiritually aware sexual experience. And that's something that I really want. And I'm trying to fucking manifest it. I mean, in like the last year or so, like I've never really had like, well, I'm pretty sure everyone will know what I'm talking about. Like there's like fucking and then there's like, I love you sex, you know? And like, I had never had I love you sex. I think I've been fucking for, (laughs) I've been fucking, my parents, please don't listen to this episode, (laughs) but I've been fucking since I was pretty young. I lost my virginity when I was 14, 15. 
Um, and it was my idea. So I remember my boyfriend at the time like had come over and I had been thinking about like, I've always just been a sexual person from a very young age. I, I, I told you guys, I found out about masturbation. I found out about porn at a very young age. Therefore, it just was always something that was a part of my like part of my thinking. And I was always thinking about fucking this guy. And I was just like, man, I just really want to fuck him. And like in the back of my head, I'm like, why do I even care? Like, I don't care. I I understand people that want to wait for marriage. I understand that people that treat their, you know, their virginity as something. But for me, it never clicked. It never clicked as like something that I need to be so like, oh, oh, my God. Like, I'm just a little sweet little flower and no one can pick my petals until I'm ready. (laughs) Like, no. I never felt that way. It's just a fucking hymen and it's just fucking to me. So he came over and I remember I was just like sitting on the bed and he's like standing and then I'm like looking at him and I'm kind of like laughing about it. And I'm like, do you want to have sex? And he's like, what are you serious? And like we did it and it wasn't the best sex of my life. I'll tell you that it was not. And it kind of hurt, but it wasn't that bad. Like it was sweet. It was like, it was with somebody I don't Real, I don't regret it, you know. And I know that everyone doesn't have that experience with sex, but I don't regret it at all. Like I don't give a fuck. And um, and it wasn't until I got to college that like I actually had an orgasm during sex. So it's like it in a long time. So it's been like a long time coming, and <laughs> pun intended. And so just seeing like where I started when I was that young, and then when I'm in my early twenties, I'm finally coming while I'm having sex. Thank you to the guy, the first guy that ever went down on me and made me come. That's still just because it's oral sex, don't mean it's not sex. And that changed my life. I was like, yes. Oh my god, bless his heart, bless his soul. Um. Yeah, but then from that point on out, I was just like, yeah, all right, I'm gonna get mine. And I never like, obviously, like protect yourself. That's one thing like I want to talk about, too. It's like, it's so crazy. It's so crazy how everyone's over here expecting you to raw dog. Oh, my God, y'all. It's just so wild to me. Like, because I've been in a serious relationship for the majority of my um early 20s and then I was kind of like single after like turning 25 and then like off and on but I had different partners so I kind of like really started like casually hooking up with people like from 25 to 27 which I'm 27 right now and it was just a whole new world for me like the way that people the attitudes about getting tested like I just I thought like it was so like people thought it was so out of pocket when I asked them about that and I'm like why would I ever put myself at risk just for a nut like honey I can just go home and put my little vibrator on my my clit and I can come like I I, with no risk no risk no risk involved and I just think it's so fucking irresponsible that y'all really out here just doing just doing the dirt the dirty just I've been super fucked up and I've made someone go dry for a condom because that's just the type of person I am and obviously I've had my slip ups and I've learned my lessons and I've been in that Planned Parenthood room asking for STI and STD testing because I fucked up and I fucked someone and I shouldn't have fucked them raw but you know it's so annoying because guys are just always like oh um no I don't have a condom or like no I can't get harder it doesn't feel that good well guess what I don't care. I don't care. I just don't. And like, I was fucking this one guy once and he like took off the condom while we were fucking and didn't tell me. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how you get an STD, (laughs) y'all. But like, honestly, it's just so out of pocket. Like, how are you going to be this many levels of childish, y'all? Like, if you want to be grown and do what grown folk do, do it smart. Do it right, please. Like, I do not want to be over here taking no pills, okay, just because I had a dumb hookup. It's just so stupid to me. Please get tested. And especially right now while Planned Parenthood is jeopardized, here's your reminder. Like, you know, it. who knows what the future holds? Go get your appointment in. It's not stupid or weird 
or, you know, embarrassing to go get tested, even when you're in a normal partnership. Like I've only been fucking one person for a while now and I still got tested like three weeks ago or two weeks ago when I went. Why? I don't know. Like, fuck it. I'm here. Why not? It's just a smarter decision to make because you never fucking know. And there's like, I think HIV and AIDS, like it doesn't show up for months until after you have, you know, have your experience with the person who has it. So, you know, you got to be careful and you have to protect yourself. Like it's all fun and games until, you know, you got a gangrene dick, you know what I mean? And I, I know that's, I'm kind of insensitive. I'm joking about it. But I'm also very much here to destigmatize STDs, STIs, all that shit. Like it happens to everybody. Okay, I've got I've got an STI. Okay, and I don't feel bad about it. I I learned from my mistakes, and I'm a better person because of it. And I'm very lucky that what I got was so minor and common that I honestly don't give a fuck. And I know so many people that have gotten stuff. I've been with I've been with men. That, like, I remember one of my exes, like, when we first got together, he had, like, a gonorrhea scare, (laughs) y'all. And I was just like, oh, God, like, man. And, like, right before, like, we got together, he just was getting over chlamydia. Like, he was a hoe. I had all the signs that he was a hoe, but, you know. Or, like, not even a hoe. Like, let's not even say that. He was just not very responsible with his dick. And that obviously showed in other aspects of his life. And he never turned out to be a responsible person. But, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, just be responsible and you don't have to deal with, like, a lot of the stress that comes with, like, you know, STIs and stuff like that. We need to normalize talking about it and stop making it such a weird taboo thing. Because it's really, at the end of the day, a lot of us are fucking okay like get over it it's not a big deal talk about it get tested go with your friends like i'm the first person that like will not make you feel bad about like anything that you that you experienced that wasn't your fault you know what i mean no one asks for an std no one asks for chlamydia no one asks for gonorrhea no one asks for syphilis no one asks for aids no one asks for herpes no one asks for that and that's one thing that i feel like people should really 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 get in their fucking heads when they start to shame other people that suffer any 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 std any sti and i get it it's like our puritan culture it makes you want to feel bad about yourself and people are like well no one held a gun to your head and made you fuck somebody you know but that's a very that's a very disheartening thing for me to hear personally because i just feel like no one on this planet w- wishes for that no one wants that and when you become someone that gets one of those things and the stigma is so real and people shame you that is not helping anybody. And you have to just go with it with a better attitude. You need to show people love that have these long-term, um, sexual transmitted diseases and infections. Like you need to love them just like you are like anyone, HIV, AIDS, and herpes. Those are the three that like you have to like live with, you know, for the rest of your life. And I feel like they get so much fucking shit when like we have the medication and like the, like the health providing that will allow you to live a great and normal life for the rest of your life. And it doesn't have to be a subject of contention. But for whatever fucking reason, people want to shame other people. And I hate that. I hate that because we're all adults and we all love to come and we all love to fuck. So why are you making someone feel bad for ending up with something that could have easily been you? And, like, a lot of these people, like, people go around knowing that they're infected with these things and they act so irresponsibly and they don't give a fuck. Like, that's so insane. We see, like, articles about, like, that guy. I just saw an article the other day about, like, the HIV and AIDS um, infected man that, like, infected many, many women. He's going to get sentenced finally. So it's not uncommon. It's just something like be safe, like be sexy, be kinky, be flirty, do whatever the fuck you want, bounce on that dick, but be safe about it. And I know I sound like a grandma, but like I'm getting older and I feel like I've learned so much and I just want to be be able to voice my opinions because I think it's just something that's so important, so overlooked. Like I wish someone would have told me what a big deal it is in I wish someone wouldn't make people feel so bad about it because I know people that have these things and I love them all just the same. Like I know like my friends have all gotten the clap, like, you know, like 
it's just it's fine it's like something just laugh it off it's not a big deal like I feel like we're so in our heads about sex and sexuality when in reality we should just be free and we should just let go of all the all the judgments we should let go of the negative thinking we need to let it all go because that's how we we put our we keep ourselves down by doing that as a society like i know we've made so many strides and like women's liberation and sexual liberation and like gay rights and all that stuff and i love all that but like we really need to stop shaming other people it's really not cute it's not cute and like we need to start i just i I feel like the root of why i want to start this um episode today is like we need to start prioritizing the pleasure of women especially in like heteronormative fucking relationships like we need to you need like in all other in all aspects of this whole entire universe women like kind of come second and (laughs) come second but like you know we need to start prioritizing ourselves because we are beautiful goddesses and we deserve to come too. And we don't need to always be theatrical. We don't always need to be your porn star. We don't always need to do this, that, and the other. Like our needs are should be just as important as our partners. And I feel like that's something when I was younger, I didn't really truly understand because I was so worried that like I would upset a guy if I said something or make him feel bad and he wouldn't want to fuck me anymore. And I'm like, well, that's now looking back at like, it's a good thing if he wouldn't want to fuck you. It's a good thing if he can't handle the criticism. It's a good thing because he's not secure. He's not secure enough to be like open to hearing what works for you. He's not educated enough to know that everyone's a little bit different and you're going to have to like redo your equation for each partner. And that's just that. So I don't know. It's just been a crazy long road. I don't know what goes like what's coming in the future for me sexually. I don't know if I'm going to be your next favorite porn director. Holla at me. (laughs) But like, I just felt like it was really important to just get all this shit off my chest. It's been a crazy year and we're all doing a lot of jacking off. So, you know, keep it in mind. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Am I kidding, guys? I don't fucking know. Obviously, um, I just want everyone to be safe. I want everyone to have great orgasms because we all deserve them. And I just want everyone to just have a certain level of awareness when it comes to porn in our lives and how it may affect um it may affect our sexual partners' lives because I know for a damn fact <laughs> just just in my friend circle, I know that for a damn fact that um, you know. A lot of us are being sold a little short and that's not that's not fair because we are so fucking worthy, period. Even in the bedroom, we're worthy everywhere. So I just want to wrap things up. I know that this was kind of like a spur of the moment thing for me, so we'll just see how it turns out. Um, I do really appreciate everyone that has been listening and going on this journey with me. And I really, really, really appreciate all the feedback on the last episode. It was really hard for me to do that. And I just hope to grow this little community of mine, um, of ours, day by day, and just really hold space for everybody, whether or not it's like talking about sobriety, sexuality, spirituality, whatever the fuck it is. I just want everyone to feel seen and safe. And that's on that. Have fun jacking off later. (laughs) Bye.